Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me again for another episode of Free on the Inside. I'm your host, Brother Joe Lewis, and you'll listen to another great episode of Free on the Inside, a program to inform you, to care you, and to challenge you to be all you could be. I would like to just say uh, Happy New Year to each and every one of you that's listening to the sound of my voice. We're, getting, we're on the dawn of another year. We pray that things have been going well. We pray that God has showed himself mighty in your life, in your family life, in the life of, of your, the community, in the city, or wherever you may find yourself in, because no matter where you go, no matter where you go or what you do, God is in the midst of it. I know sometimes, you know, we may do some things that's not pleasing to God, but we can find ourselves in a world of trouble. And, you know, you can look up to the hills where your help comes from. It comes from God, amen, who's the creator of heaven and earth. I would just encourage you to continue to hold on to God's unchanging hand. You know, this is a religious program, girl, but we're going to talk about God. But we're also going to talk about current events, you know, uh, about social injustice, the political climate, and uh, finances, and education. All those things are controlled by God. And sometimes we may find ourselves missing some of those things or all of those things, but lose, but don't lose heart and don't lose yourself. Don't lose your perspective. Don't lose your vision. Don't lose your, your dream. You know, the scripture said that God knows the plans he has for you to prosper you and to do you no harm and to bring about an expected end. I don't know how this thing goes to end, but God knows. And guess what? If he had watched over me for the last 365 days, and this came 364 because we're on the dawn of another year, you know, uh, uh, surely he can watch over us again. Amen. He can continue to watch over us. And i just like to encourage you to uh, uh, just think about all the things that you have been through, and God has not failed you yet, regardless of the way you may find yourself. Think about your money situation. It may not be where you want it to be, but guess what? You're still here. Your health issues. You may be struggling with health issues, uh, you know, but God is still with you. And not only with you, but with your family also. Sometimes our little knucklehead kids, they run around, they do their own thing, but God has never given up on on them because he hadn't given up on you, amen? Because, you know, as we uh, talk to our our kids and grandkids, and we try not to be too hard on them in some cases because they have to learn uh, uh, the, uh, the structure of life itself. You know, come, a lot of times we went through those things, eh? We had some mishaps. We spent too much money. I bet you spent too much money. We drunk too much. You know anybody ever drunk too much? We ran around not caring about the things of this world. Yes, 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 we all have been there. But if you raise up the child in the way it should go, he should not depart. The scriptures tell me and have confirmation that those things are true. Because just look at you and look at me. Look where we are today. And, and as you think about how good God's been, you can't do nothing but say amen, hallelujah. Just thank you, God, for what all he had done in your life. I'd just like to share with you for just a brief moment here because uh, we're going to do uh, some uh, uh, archive program this morning here because I want you to 
experience the full uh, uh, the full precepts of, of our ministry here. And we have a great uh, archive, have a very large archive section, so I'd encourage you to uh, tap into our archive section here. But if I would just, uh, you just be, uh, take a moment with me just to think about this. In the book of Genesis, the fifth chapter, it talks about a man named Enoch. And they said this man named Enoch lived a long time. And this man named Enoch, they said that he had a family. He had sons and daughters. And so he had some responsibility. He had people that were dependent on him. He had people that he had to kind of correct from time to time. And so Enoch lived a life just like you and I. But back in biblical days, they lived, they lived uh, a number of years. But let's bring it, uh, I'm going to bring it into focus right here. They said that Enoch lived for 365 years. You know, we're getting ready to go into another year. 365 days of what God has been giving us a task to do for, for 365 days. You can't do that task all at one time. It's a progressive uh, movement. That's a one day at a time. That's a message right there. Doing it one day at a time. But they said that Enoch, in spite of all the things that he uh, was going through, that he had, a, he had a special relationship with God. They said that Enoch walked with God. He walked so close to God that people didn't even see Enoch no more. They, they saw God. They said that Enoch actually was raptured. Enoch was, was taken away. Enoch did not see death. He walked so close with God. I like to think if, if this upcoming year, when people are making resolutions, people are making uh, 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 plans for the upcoming year, make a plan to walk so close to God that people don't see you anymore, but they see the God that's in you. Come on now. They don't see you anymore, but they see the God in you. They see the love that's in God. They see it in you. They see the caring that's in God. They see it in you. The uh, patience that they see in you, and they ha- they see in God also, that you that you walk so close to God that they don't see uh, you anymore. They see God. They said that either, that he did not experience death, that God raptured him up. Uh, we don't know what tomorrow holds, but we know who holds tomorrow. So we don't have to be fearful of economic uh, conditions or the political climate or social injustice, but we do need to be a part of these things that God put our hands to do. I was talking about one day at a time. I don't know what God is calling you to do for this upcoming year, but whatever it is, be uh, faithful and true about it. Be committed. The same God that watched over you this year will go watch over you to the years to come. Amen. And they said that Enoch walked with God. And they said, but wait a minute, wait a minute. They said that Enoch had a life before he knew God. They said he lived 65 years before he knew God. Amen. But once he came into that relationship with God, and God added another 300 years to his life, a total of 365 years. What did I count of the year based on? 365 days, amen? And it and, and lets me know now that you may have been walking uh, with God or you may have knew about God, but you may not have had that true relationship with him. It's an opportunity for you to do it right now, for you to say, hey, God, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stick as close to you as I possibly can. I'm going to walk with you every step of the way. I want you to be encouraged today, regardless of what anybody said, regardless of what the situation may look like. You can be more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. As you think about how God has just kept continuing to watch over you in spite of everything, in spite of economic conditions. You know, we hear about people and, and, uh, people losing money and people out of a job and, and, and the prices of gas going up and the price of food going up. And these things are going to happen. They all going to happen. They happen every year. It's nothing new under the sun. If you ever lived any, if you have lived any length of time, 
you know, you can't pay the same price for gas you did 20 years ago. I remember when gas was a dollar sixty-five cents, and then it's up to three, four dollars and stuff. I can't say, well, I wish it was dollar sixty-five. If it was, I would still be experiencing those same things many years ago. But guess what? They didn't have cell phones back then. We didn't have computers back then. I'm glad for the progressive. I'm glad that God is moving us from one stage of life to the other. Yes, those times were good. I think about them and smile, but I wouldn't want to live like that anymore, you know, because it was difficult and challenging during that time. But yet God has given us new challenges and given us a new time and given us a fresh perspective on things. So I'm glad for the moment and the time I'm living in today. Amen. Because let's face it, being people of color, some places you couldn't go. To with gas with sixty five cents a, a gallon. In some places you couldn't go. You couldn't go to certain restaurants. You couldn't date certain people. You couldn't have a certain job. And look at you now. You got this big old house on the hill. You got two, three cars. I'm saying that because you got two cars at home that you paid on two other cars for your kid. I know. I've experienced that. <laughs> you know. You can take vacation. Some of you just coming out for vacation. Some of you prepared to go back on on a vacation. You go. You could do almost anything you want if your money will allow you to. You can eat anything you want if your body will allow you to. Your health, uh, you know, uh, condition will allow you to. You can watch anything on 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 TV if you can find it and if it's available. Cable, all the movie channels or whatever it may be. And so these are some good times we're living in. But it's also some difficult times and some challenging times because it allows you to look at your own ingenuity and thinking that you're a self-made person male or female, and let you and you tend to forget about God. But you have to realize that God has always been there. He never left us. He never forsake us. And as Enoch lived a life before God, and he, got, and he got to know God, and God got to know him up close and in personal, in personal amen? And they said that he walked so close with to God, Amen. That he and that God and that he didn't die. That he didn't experience life tragedies, Amen. We go, we gonna have to go through some difficult times. We gonna have challenges on every turn. But guess what? If God is there with us, He makes that journey uh, uh, sweet and pleasant, Amen. You know the scriptures say a thousand may fall at one side and uh, uh, ten thousand may follow another, but none will come near thee because God got His hands on you, Amen. I'd rather be in the presence of the Lord than be a doorkeeper in the house of the wicked, is what the scriptures say. So value these times. Value these moments. Love your family. Love your friends. Respect and honor your job. And also make a difference in the community. Help change your life, is the way I always say, because I didn't get here overnight. I bet you didn't either. Someone encouraged you to be that doctor, that lawyer. Someone encouraged you to get a job. Someone encouraged you to save your money. Someone encouraged you to love someone, amen. Someone encourage you to be all you can be. You know what? And that encouragement comes from God. God speaks to people and situations in our life, amen. Because guess what? If we walked around and just heard God speaking to us, like it was, you know, it, it'll blow our mind. You know, we would walk around like listening for God when he just speaks to us through, through, uh, through uh, environment. He speaks to us through the environment. He speaks to us through kids, through uh, programs, uh, uh it's a, it's a number of ways that God uh, speaks to us, but we have to have an ear to hear what does says the Lord. And I want to encourage you 
to continue to listen to this program. I know this is just different than everyone else. We ain't got no funny videos. We ain't talking about men having a fire with woman. We ain't talking about stealing money. We ain't doing no sexual scenes. And I know that all that say, wow, man, I didn't get my attention. But what uh, what you do need to hear that God loves you. You do need to hear that God expects you to do some great things. You do need to hear that you can walk with God to the point that it gets so close to things don't bother you no more. That, the, uh, that your attitude don't don't get out of pocket there when people uh, do things to you and you just kind of shake it out. Why? Because you're walking so close to God. Amen. The apostle Paul said, well, hey, I knew a man that was some uh, some time ago. He said, hey, that man, had, that man he experienced God had at, at, at work in his life there. Uh, such a man, I ain't going to boast on, but, uh, but, but I have experienced God and I have seen some things. He said, talking about this man there, that he has seen things in the third heaven. Amen. It's not lawful for men to speak about. Paul was talking about his own experience. Paul could reflect on how he was at war with God, how he stood there and watched the uh, the uh, apostle Stephen get stoned and the, uh, been a martyr. And Paul experienced that thing. That, and Paul was very gifted and talented. Paul knew the Torah and he knew the thing for retaining God, but yet he didn't understand those things. And I like to just tell you that I do uh, jail ministry. I don't get to do it in much of the options, but I know men in the, in, that was in jail, they, they knew the Bible. They knew Genesis and Revelation. They knew uh, all, all the precepts of the Bible, but they did not know how to uh, any, uh, uh, inject it into their life. I have brother, I know these scriptures, but when I get out of, when I get out of here, I just seem to forget. I seem not to be able to apply it. I can't seem to love like the Bible tells me. I can't seem to be patient like it's mentioned to be patient. Brother, I just don't know how to do these things. And the description was telling you to what Paul was saying. Say, hey, I knew a man, and that man, I'm not going to boast on him. Because guess what? We are nothing without God. Amen? We are nothing without God. But she said that, hey, I had an issue. This is what Paul said. I had some situation going on in my life. And I prayed on that day, and I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed. And and I, I didn't know what to do. And God gave me a word of comfort and assurance that, but my grace is sufficient for you. And in your weakness, that you're made strong. My sisters, my brothers, all that have listened to me, God's grace is sufficient for each and every one of us for the upcoming year. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Walk so close to God that people don't see you anymore. And I just want to let you know that the best is yet to come. We're going to go ahead and do an archives of uh, episode of our program we're talking about fatherhood because we have a heavenly father that loves us. We have a heavenly father that cares for us. We have a heavenly father that will meet our needs. So, again, Happy New Year to you. Enjoy this portion of Free on the Inside ministry uh, uh, episode for, about fatherhood, and I'll be back with you shortly. Love Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Good morning, Frank. You coming on the air in about Y'all here? I got the music coming through. Yeah, I can hear. Frankie's part 
want to get on the net. Sorry about the interruption. We have some queued up in the wrong uh, So you're on, you're listening to Free on the Inside. We have our guests on the line this morning, and uh, as always, we welcome you to this program. You can reach us, uh, our guest and myself, by the calling number. That number is three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. Went for a great time this morning here. Uh, I'd like to just say hello to the sponsor of this program, Beverly Beasley, over at Granny's Place. Granny's Place is a nonprofit ministry reaching the hearts and the minds of our, of our young people. Uh, Granny's Place Ministry uh, is uh, located in the, in the Duncanville area. This morning we will be over at Clearview Apartment Center starting up our mentoring uh, program over there. So we'll be teaching some computer classes, some literacy classes, job placement classes, and a host of other things. So please go to our website and look and see what Granny Place is doing in the community. I'm your host, Minister Joel Lewis, and we uh, have uh, Brother Ricky Daniels on the line and also our guest is on the line this morning. Again, that calling number is 310-982-4126. And at this time, I'd like to to introduce to you our guest this morning. Our guest is an author. He have a great book that he's going to share with us this morning. His name is Brother uh, Prater, and he's going to come on and he's going to share with us what does the Lord say in his life there. And I was speaking to him offline, and I was very encouraged about what he was sharing with me or how uh, God is uh, still our Heavenly Father here. Without any further delay, I would like to introduce you to him and let him tell you about our book. Good morning now, Brother Prater. Good morning. You're on the net. Brother Pray, you're on the net. Let's see, can we get Brother Daniel in here then this morning? Good morning, Brother Daniel. You're on the Good net. Good morning. Good morning, Reverend Lewis. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We have our guest on the line this morning. Let's see, can we bring him back in here? Okay. Good morning, Brother Prater. Amen. Maybe we lost him here. I'm going to have to call him up here and just to see what's going on. Amen. So, Brother Daniel, welcome once again to our internet program. Uh, good morning. It's a pleasure to be here this morning. You know, uh, we were looking forward to being on the show last week, but because we were unable to, so we did an archive show. Did you enjoy last week's show? Yeah, I deeply I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it a lot. I learned a lot. A lot of little facts and a lot of you know, stuff that he was talking about. And you know, you put some posting on our Facebook page regarding some of the things that we shared that was shared last week in our program. So, once you go ahead and share some of the things that you put on the on the Facebook posting, and I'm going to try to get in touch with our guest this morning. Um, I've been researching a little bit, and I've been finding out a lot of statistics about the. Uh, facts of that uh, most uh, people that go to jail, the average age uh, is between 31 and 36 percent, and, and that's 18 percent for 31 ages of 31, and from the ages of 30. Six is a eighteen point three percent, and that's real high. And I think uh, I think your guess is uh, it's subject about fatherhood. You know, and mostly the pit of being a father, most of that age right there, is between twenty five and to thirty to thirty six. That's the 
prime age of being a father and getting inside your child's life. And statistically, that fact proves that most uh, fathers or males are absent from their child's life during that age period. Amen. So that sounds good. Basically, you can see what's going on that uh, out the shortage of men. Yes. Hey, we have our guest on the line right now, so we're going to bring him in and then he'll uh, tell us about his book, and then we'll bring you back. Good morning, uh, Brother Prater. You're on the line. Good morning. How y'all doing today? I'm doing great. Sorry well, about right the mix-up once again, but we got you now. So please introduce yourself and tell us about what God is doing uh, with you and through you. Well, my name is Brother Prater, and um, uh, I've been in law enforcement for 22 years, and I'm a minister, and uh, God has touched my heart to really just write a book pertaining to the men, but more importantly, the fathers. And um, and little, little like the way things are going, if we can just reach our fathers, our men, to be able to help them to understand that God can heal, God can uh, deliver, that can really help our homes, our nation, and our communities. Hey, Amen. You know, I was looking at the cover of your book. Tell us the name of the book and how did you come about uh, the cover and writing this book? Yeah, uh, The name of the book is called A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. And one of the main things was uh, with the cover, it's a silhouette. You you can't really tell the race or age or whatever of um, of the man and father that's on the cover. And I wanted to make sure to let that let that uh, be an example that it reaches to all men and fathers. You know, I didn't want it to be exclusively for one race or whatever. No, it's for everyone for every race and um like i said the lord had laid upon my heart i, I wrote the uh sermon on father's day back in 2011 and whenever i would encounter a young man um that may be going through something i would let him read it and he said it was really they, they would always say that it was really encouraging so the lord had laid upon my heart to not just make it for uh, exclusively for a group of people but Make it a book to be accessible to everyone, and and not and not just for men, but also even for the ladies, because a lot of times there's a lot of uh, healing that needs to take place with a woman based upon some hurt from a father, a lack a lack of having a father in her life, or or whatever. Amen. Now, let's talk about some of the chapters in the book, because I was blown away by one of the chapters, and I spoke to a group of young men, because I do jail ministry and prison ministry, and I spoke on these things, and then you had it on print, and I said, wow, that's confirmation. Now, we was talking about a stepfather, but you you said you call it something else. Let's let's start off right there. What chapter of the book is that, and and give us some insight on on your version of a stepfather, what God put on your heart. Yes, actually, it's chapter. Let's see, it's chapter thirteen. Chapter thirteen, I entitled it uh, for the stepfathers. Um, also, what I do, especially the stepfathers, which 
lot of stepfathers don't get the recognition that they deserve, and a lot Amen. of them fill the void. They fill the void of a biological father, and I like to entitle those group of men step-up fathers. Those are step-up fathers. They are filling a role that really is un- a lot of time unappreciated. A lot of time it's, it get bad ridicule and, and everything, but yet and still, they take the challenge. They take the channel with sometimes little to no reward. Amen. And, you know, uh, as I was sharing with our young men in jail, a lot of times people are angry and they mad and they frustrated because their dad wasn't there, their biological dad wasn't there. But you you shed some light on that about how those dads are stepping up. You know, and it's good yeah. to hear those things there. And now after I read your book and I shared with some young men, I'm not mad at my stepdad anymore. That frustration mm. is gone. Because yes. it allowed me to see clearly now. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and you know, it's a lot of times when we, when we look at it, when we look at the bigger picture, like I said, they've taken a role that a lot of time a lot of people abandon. And for somebody to do it, and like I said, there's no manual that comes with being a stepfather or a step-up father. And especially a lot of times you don't know if this person going to receive you or not. But regardless of you being accepted or not, you take the charge anyway. And a lot of times all they want is to make sure that they grow up, that child grow up to be productive, and a lot of times just be respectful towards their own mother. You know, uh, and that is so true. That is so true. Cause a lot of times the child, and I'm spe- speaking on my own experience, we don't realize the value of that, uh, uh, that male figure in the house until we become an adult and we have kids similar to ourselves. And then we say, wow, this is a tough task here. When they look at you yeah. and say, well, you're not my daddy. Wait a minute. I know I'm not, but I'm trying to do the things that a father do. And and that's where it takes a good helpmate to, uh, to come in and, and walk beside you on that, you know, to let the kids know, hey, no, he's not your dad, but you got to respect him like your dad. And, and I recall yeah. that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, was the son of God, but he had an earthly father. And his earthly yes. father took care of him like he was his biological father. And if God thought enough of Joseph, Jesus' father, to give him charge over Joseph, surely stepfathers are good enough for you and me. Yes, yes, yes. And and also one of the things I, I like to tell people, you always have to respect the person because of their position. You have to respect their position. And if you put yourself in their shoes, they're doing a whole lot more than what you would do. So you have to understand the love that a step-up father has. And if we can just bring that to light, especially in this day and time, because, like I said, being in, being in the law enforcement, is so many biological fathers that are abandoned their position, that are incarcerated, or sometimes even deceased. But exactly. a step-up father... God, God allowed a step-up father to come in and really take that ministry because in actuality, that's a ministry. That is a ministry in just being able to understand, you know what, even though this child may not like me, this child may not even respect me right now, but the thing is I'm going to hang in there and 
it takes prayer, it takes fasting, it takes really communicating with God and a lot of patience to be able to deal with the rough edges of a child and praying to God help us to help them become an adult and one day be able to see that our work is not in vain. Oh, that is so true. That is so. You said a mouthful there. And I'm just thinking about you said, hey, they lost a position. Sometimes we gave our position away. You know, yes. the devil don't always yes. take stuff from us. We just give that to him. Here, I'm going to give you my respect. I'm going to give you my finances. I'm going to give you my family. But glory be to God, there's men like you and women like you that's willing to wrong that right to tell us about our mistake. You know, James 5 and 20 said, uh, uh, let them know the errors of their ways and save their soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. And I like that, what you're doing. You know, you, yes. we can't do the things that we're done, but we, but through the grace and the mercy of our Lord and Savior, He covers those things and He makes those yes. things right. You know, I think sometimes that's why God allowed us to have grandkids because we messed this first set of kids up, but He gave us grandkids yes. to kind of, <laughs> to kind of redo these things. Yes, 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 and and I think a lot of times people don't understand the influence that a child has on a parent. Yes. So, so a lot of times is even as a grandparent, if we can spend time and we can minister to our grandchildren, sometimes our grandchildren will expose a lot of things to their own parents, which are our children, to let them know, you know what, remember that teaching that mama and daddy gave you is still active, it's still valid, and it comes through our grandchildren to their parents, our child. Hey, man, that's powerful. Let's, let's move on. Now, tell me something else about another chapter of the book here, because we want our listening audience to know that this book is worth picking up. A Few Good Men, A Pad to Fatherhood, not only for men, but for women also. Yes, yes. Now, uh, one chapter I speak about pertaining to uh, Chapter 11, it talks about the heart of a man. A lot of times what I found out, men, they will acknowledge their mistakes, but they won't acknowledge their hurt. And a lot of time, a lot of men, not all, but there's a lot of men that really won't just share their heart. They, they, keep, they keep their heart, they keep their emotions in a capsule, and a lot of time they don't release it. They don't release it, not just release it um, through just getting out, but more important, they don't give it to God. And that makes that person bitter it makes them not be able to really trust. They don't trust, not just pertaining to a young lady, not just pertaining to a family or friends, but even to God. And so I really wanted to address pertaining to the heart of a man, like I said, chapter 11, and it talks about what a, what a, a man's heart desires. Uh, we, we, need, we need to start back dreaming. We need to start back, like I said, communicating with God and, and know that, you know what, no matter how difficult things have been, God can still do something. God can still heal. God can still help us, regardless of how long the hurt has been. He still can do things. And also, like, like you said, the book is not just for men, but also it's for ladies. Uh, one of the things, uh, one of the chapters I brought in, uh, I wanted to make sure that the ladies know that this book is also to help them to understand even their own absentee father. And also it can help them to understand what type, what, what kind of 
a what is a good man? What is a good man? A God man? A lot of times, some females, some young ladies, uh, see what a man is based on what they see on TV or what they've heard, but they never go to the Bible to find out what God said, what a real man, what a good man is. And so I wanted to make sure to bring those things to light. And that, and that is so true. A lot of times we're looking at the man or a woman on the externals. Hey, they look yeah. good. They have they, they they look like they have some money, but you know, and I like the way they carry themselves. But that internal man, a person, they have no uh, aware of what's going on. They're still a child, and they're doing childish things. And as you were sharing that, I was thinking about um, one of my favorite portions of the Bible was David thirty four said, "I will bless the Lord at all times." That's what a man's heart is all about. Through the good times yeah. and the bad times. When I don't have no yeah. money, when I have money, when my house is out acting crazy with my helpmate, I'm still going to honor God and try to draw them back in line with, way, with what I'm doing. You know, you got to have that spirit yeah. like Gerald, uh, like Joshua. For me and my house, we're going to bless the yeah. Lord, you know. And so that's what that's the yeah. a good man is. You know, uh, he set that standard. I'm glad you put that on paper. Because a lot of times people need to see this, eh? because there's so many men out there are thinking the same way that you are and, and trying to navigate these rocky relationships and, 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 and these hilly and these valleys, and there's these hills and these valleys without any help, without any support, without any knowledge. Yes, yes. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to bring up, what a man really wants is respect. One of the things, one of the analogies I like to bring up when you look at a human and a flower, that flower grows when a human speaks to that flower. That that flower takes in our carbon dioxide. It breathes in our carbon dioxide, but it exhales oxygen, and that oxygen is what we inhale for survival, but we exhale carbon dioxide. So when we look at a human speaking to a flower and the flower exhaling what the human needs for survival is reciprocated. So what that man needs for survival, what he needs to inhale is respect. But what he exhales is something that a woman needs, and that's love. When a man is respected, he inhales that and he exhales carbon dioxide, and that lady inhales love, but she exhales respect. So like I said, that that's what makes a healthy relationship. But unfortunately, a lot of times, there are a lot of people, male or female, don't know how to inhale or exhale. And that's why God wants us to be healed. God wants us to be whole so we can breathe in a healthy we can breathe and we can function. Our lungs can withstand what what we inhale and also what we exhale. So men men need that respect, and God and women needs that love. 
Amen, amen. We're going to take a break here, and we're going to uh, give out our number and contact number. And also, I would like for you to tell our listening audience how to pick up this book here and and how to uh, keep track of what what uh, what you're up to there because someone needs to uh, get some more information from you. You're listening to Free on the Inside, the Internet program to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you. I'm Minister Lewis, and we have our guest on the line this morning, Pastor Prater, and he wrote a fine book, uh, A Few Good Men, A Path to Fatherhood. It's what we're talking about about today. I'm excited about this book. I'm excited about the man of God and willing to uh, make himself available to share what does say the Lord regarding fatherhood. Because as men, we are challenged with this here. This is a great challenge. I, I, you know, I'm married now, but before that, I dated other women that had that had kids, and we all have it one time or another. And sometimes it just wasn't a quite a, a, a quite a, a, a the right fit. Maybe it was me, maybe it was them. But now I have a guide to tell me about these things here. I don't have to go out there not knowing anything. So I challenge you men to pick up this book. It's a perfect guide to fatherhood. Now, Pastor, tell us how how our listening audience can get this book. And if you have any speaking engagements available, share that with us. If not, we'll go on with another chapter of the book. The phone line is lit up. We have our co-host on the line here. We're going to bring him in in a few minutes, but we want to get as much out of you as possible. Yes. Um, They can contact me. My number is area code 214-908-3056. And also I have a website available. It's www.bp, BP, the initials of Brother Prater, BP Outreach Ministries.com. And I have a speaking Amen. engagement coming. Go ahead. I, I, have a, I have a speaking engagement coming up February the 20th from 12 to 4. I'll be at the Southwest Center Mall in Dallas, Texas. And then also October the 28th and 29th on a Friday and Saturday, I'll be in Houston. And I I have my uh, upcoming events on my website. Amen. God bless you. I hope to be able to make it over. And as uh, we mentioned to you once before, putting on your schedule, that we do a men's conference here coming up here in March, uh, the early part of May. And uh, we like to bring in men from all over Dallas, and we just talk about men issues. So we pray that if you have time in your schedule, you can come over there and share with our men. You know, from young and old, the men that are, are being displaced but yet had not been forgotten by God. And we try to bring yeah. those men in and let them see that, that what they're going through is, is not uncommon to man. We all suffer some type of brokenness, but because of what Christ Jesus done, he allowed us to walk through that brokenness. I recall how Paul said he had a thorn in his side. He prayed several times, but that thorn didn't keep him from, from pursuing the thing that God put to his hands to do. So I encourage men, regardless of the things that, that seem to be hindering us, don't ever lose sight of our Heavenly Father. Keep walking with your limb. Keep walking toward our yeah. Savior. Keep walking toward the things that God has for you to do. Pastor, I thank you for what you're doing. You know, you you know, you. you know, we done had some ups and downs. You know, we you know, we done had problems, you know all of us have, but yet you continually to do the thing that God put to your hands to do. And my hat goes off to you. Yeah, thank you. God bless. God bless. It's only through the grace of God. Yes. And and, and I, I just thank God. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
uh, I, I just thank God for the opportunity uh, to be a vessel. But also one thing, it, it helped me to understand, no matter what you go through in life, it can be it can be a testimony and encourage others. And that's the main thing that God wants us to understand. No matter what you deal with, no matter what you go through, you're not defined by your circumstances or situation. But also that can help you to have a testimony, and also that it can become your ministry. What you deal with, that actually helps you to fulfill the purpose that God has for you. If you hold on and trust him for the outcome. Hey, man, well, you know what? That's confirmation because that's what I do. That's why I was program called Free on the Inside. I do jail ministry. Sometimes the brothers are free inside the jail. I say, hey, brother, same freedom you were here in these cells. You got that same freedom outside. You have that freedom, yes. brother, but you got to get up under covering, man. That's the problem there. Yes. Man, we got to, we, you know, we didn't have the highs. I'm the leader. I'm the boss. But yet you you suffer to a high calling. And so uh, mm-hmm. and talk about that. Do you have that in your book, how godly men are to be God-seeking men? Let's talk yes. about that. Yes. First and foremost, we have to understand, even when we evaluate our relationship with our spouse or even with our children, a lot of times it really exposes the relationship with the, that we have with our Heavenly Father. And if we can look at, you know what, I'm not getting respected by my child. I'm not getting respected by my son. But then when we evaluate the relationship that we have with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, is letting us know, wow, that's how I'm treating my uh, spiritual father. And so when we can get back in line as children of God, then that helps us to receive that love, the respect that we deserve from our children. And also even one thing I like to tell people, you know, especially, especially uh, men, we have to look at, we have to, Forgive. We have to forgive our father. We have to forgive if it's our even stepfather. We have to learn to forgive because what you hate is oftentimes what you become. And it sets a pattern. There are so many generational curses that the devil has allowed or we have allowed in our family when it pertains to men being bitter towards their fathers. And God wants us to be free from that. But like I said, if we don't break that generational curse, we become the same, if not worse, than what our fathers were. So we have to be able to forgive and give it to God. Amen. That's a powerful statement. Hey, we have a call on the line. I just want to say hello to you, and we're going to bring in Mr. Bobby here, and he's going to just say hello to you in regarding your book. Good morning, Bobby. You're on the net. Uh, good morning, and and good morning, Mr. Prater. And good morning. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Thank the Lord for another day that spurred my life. So how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Doing awesome. And praise God. And I, and this is a good book, A Few Good Men, A Path to Godless Fatherhood. And to, we're living in a day where there are not many men that are really willing to step up and be godly men. And and, and truly, this this is a, a great, inspiring book, and, and I hope that everybody buys one. And I just want to congratulate you and wish wish you much, much success. Thank you, thank you. God bless you. I received that, and also I'll be praying for you all too. Oh, God bless. Thank you, God bless. You. 
Hey, man, we, we prayed you enjoyed that episode of Free on the Inside. That was an archive episode of me and uh, Brother Prater talking about fatherhood. What a great way to uh, start off this upcoming year here, thinking about fatherhood and how we have a, a father that sits and we have a father that meets our very needs. So a lot of us may not know our biological father, but we know who our heavenly father is. We can look into the hills of where our help comes from. And we want to thank you once again for joining us. We're looking forward to uh, continuing uh, this program the upcoming year with great guests. And uh, because of the environment and the time that we're in right now, we're not able to get the guests as we used to. But please, please, please be patient. Go back and listen to some of our archive program that we'll be uh, sharing with you from time to time. And let God arrive and let his enemies be scattered. You know, as you think about how good God's been, I put a little uh, a little message on our uh, post on our page here for this broadcast. Said, Walking with God 365 uh times in a day, 365 a day. Amen. Let me read that again. I'm so sorry about that. I wrote that up and said that we need to walk with God 365 days. Amen. We need to walk with God 365 days. And I want you to do it. How you do that? By doing it one day at a time. And so I want you to uh, remember that. You can't do it all at one time. So let God work these things out in your life. We're getting ready to get out of here. Enjoy your day. Thank you for being a part of Free on the Inside Ministry. Each Saturday morning from 8 to 9. We're going to get out of here. We'll give you a little music to relax on it and just kick back and just thank God for being God. Your New Year's resolution. Your New Year's resolution. If you make New Year's resolution, your New Year's resolution should be. I want to walk with God 365 days, one day at a time. I want to be so close to God that people don't see me, but see the God that dwells in me. Gracious Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, my God. Thank you for bringing back our remembrance that we don't have to do everything all at one time. That you give us the time, your Lord, and you're the author and the creator of time, your Lord. You give us a set amount of time to do the things that you put our hands to. Let us be mindful, dear Lord. Not to go to the left, not to go to the right, but stay on the path that you chose for us uh, at this time. Thank you for what you've been doing, dear Lord. Thank you for how you watched over me in, in my loneliness, watched over me in my finances, watched over me in my health issues, watched over me in my craziness, dear Lord. How you are faithful, God. You are just God. You are patient, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, pray for all our listeners this morning. Pray for all those, dear Lord, that's going to listen to this program later on. We pray for the men and women which we speak to from time to time that's in a, a different country. That's in Africa and South America. That's in the uh, Virgin Islands. We lift them up to you, dear Lord. We thank you for their Thank you, dear Lord. Dear Lord, as we're ready to go out, we ask you to be with us throughout the day, the weeks and months to come. But this is the day which you have made. Let us rejoice and plan of it. You're listening to another episode of Real Inside Ministry, a ministry to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you can be in Christ. As we get ready to get on out of here, enjoy your day, enjoy your time. Looking forward to speaking to you the first weekend of next uh, year, year 2023. God bless you. Enjoy your day. Thank you.